This is the XA Live Recap Podcast for Monday, March 22nd. The Idol of Comfort. Here's your host, Jenny Weiss. Welcome back to the XA Live Recap Podcast. Um, I'm Jenny, and I am here with... Uh, Leland. Leland. Leland is here, too. <laughs> so, if you don't know, Leland and I are married, and... Um, Leland, we are following up with this sermon about the idol of comfort. And so one of the questions I have for you is, why do you think it is so significant that Jesus modeled laying aside comfort? It's it's a good question uh, because we love comfort so much. Um, So why does Jesus really make choices that seem opposite of comfort? And there are probably quite a few things in here, but one of the one of the one of the ideas that I had was that uh, kingdom doesn't always align with comfort. So things of the kingdom don't always line up well with things that we'd consider comfortable. And so I was thinking about this a little bit, and I remembered one of the psalms that says those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. It's Psalm um, 33, verse 10. I forgot to write down which Psalm it was. So doing that one by memory, I think that's 33. Uh, we can we can pause for editing and go back and check that. Uh, no, we're just going on. Uh, but it, it finish up, finishes up with um, also saying, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from them all. And there's this idea that, you know, God doesn't withhold anything good from you and mm. shows up and delivers you out of kind of the troubles that we face. But there's this idea that when you're aligned with God, you will still face troubles. And God's yeah. there and God shows up. Uh, but if we're just kind of looking at, you know, what can I do to be comfortable? God's not always in that. God could be in some other things. There's some great you know, great promises there of we're not going to lack things when we kind of are with him. But yeah, if I'm just looking for comfort, he may not be in that. So the kingdom doesn't always align with it. Which is so true. It's not something that we like because our self wants comfort. Um, but the kingdom really just promises problems, a life worth living but problems. One of the reasons why I love that Jesus modeled it is that he says to follow him. And so if he modeled laying aside comfort, it means that I know that I too can lay aside comfort because he's asked me to follow him. Um, but it's not, it's not fun. It's not easy. Well, yeah, it's not easy. The and when I was thinking about kind of kingdom, it reminded me a little bit of what Jesus said um, to, uh, you know, to the scribe that comes and talks to him in Mark. Uh, and, you know, the scribe mm-hmm. says, you know, you know what's, uh, what's the most important commandment? And, you know, Jesus yeah. says, uh, you know, uh, love the, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, all your strength. And, 
uh, he's, the scribe follows up and says, right, teacher, you have stated correctly that God is, the, God is one. There is no other. Love him with all your heart. Love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus follows up with that and says, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And I was thinking about this. Yeah. And I think you're kind of getting at it with this idea of following Jesus. Uh, but comfort would get in the way of that order of things. You know, loving God and loving people as yourself. If I want comfort, that's automatically putting me at least above people that are around me. Because I'm going yes. to, I, I promise that I'm not going to do the same thing for, for you that I want to do for me first. I, I'm sorry. That's probably brutally honest. <laughs> but if I'm looking to be comfortable, <laughs> it comes to me first. And that's the opposite of what Jesus said is close to the kingdom of God. <laughs> it's all right. We all do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it is if we're going to love we have to put ourselves second. And if we're going to put ourselves second, it means that we're going to be uncomfortable. It means that um, when I want to do absolutely nothing, I'm going to do the dishes. So the dishes sink is not full for you when you get back home, which full disclosure, you do way more dishes than I do. Um, But it's just that acknowledgement of if I'm going to be comfortable and do what I want, it means other people don't matter as much as me. And so we have to make other people matter. So in the sermon, I said kind of this hard line. It says we can't have the idol of comfort and Jesus at the same time. What do you think about that statement? I, I think it, it makes a lot of sense. You know, we've got this idol of comfort that really puts us first as our own little God. You know, I'm going to serve me mm-hmm. first. And I'm going to do what you do do what I desire to do. There's no room for Jesus in that. Yeah. And I know that you get at this idea too in in the sermon. But if I'm going to follow him, I'm automatically not in the driver's seat. I'm not. I'm not my own little god if I'm following. And mm. I think it would be really. It's just so hard to come up with a list of things that I want that make me feel comfortable, happy, and secure that have nothing to do with Jesus. You know, just, you know, the quick and easy things that we all like and say, um, you know, that's, I will also follow Jesus. Yeah. And I think in some ways we could, like the God of comfort is kind of a specific way that we do it. But if we're living for the God of comfort, we're ultimately living for the God of self. The God of self can display itself in many different other types of idols as well. Um, but to live with the God of comfort, you are also living with the God of self where yourself is the most important thing. And that's why I think you just can't, you can't have Jesus first and have comfort be first because I can't be first and Jesus. I've tried it over the years and it never works. And I'm always the one that gets hurts in the process. And so recognizing it just doesn't work is helpful, at least for me. Yeah, yeah I mean, we really just like control. And we want to, yeah. we want to treat ourselves. And, and, and comfort is, is that. I am, I am comfortable when I'm driving the car not sitting in the airplane. 
if I'm sitting in the airplane, someone else is actually in control, <laughs> and that's uncomfortable. <laughs> so that uh, well, I mean, the seats are really small too, and that's that's horribly uncomfortable. I mean, they're they're awful and terrible. But but you get but really, the statistics don't lie. You're way better off in the airplane. But I'm comfortable when I'm driving it myself because I know what I'm doing and I know what I like. <laughs> True. Don't mind me laughing so hard. Leland also gets super motion sick in planes, and so everyone is more comfortable traveling with him if he's in the car instead of on a plane, because it's not always fun. <laughs> Sorry, I just threw that under the bus right there, honey. No, that's no problem. There's, um, there's just no holds barred podcasting, so we, you know, everything is fair <laughs> game. <laughs> that's probably more dangerous for me than for you. Um... I kind of asked myself the question, like, why Why do we seek comfort in things other than Jesus? And you kind of said some, like, we want to be in control. We want to treat ourselves. Um, do you have any other thoughts? Because when we seek comfort in something besides Jesus, it's not going to work, but we still do it. Yeah, it's, there's a, there's a promise there. Like, we want to believe that this time it's going to be different. Like this time mm. when I decide to fly my own airplane, it's not going to end up in the ground. This time when I decide it's time for a full pizza because, man, the week has been rough. Or, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to feel fine after it this time because I, I'm in control and I'm mm. going to do what I want. And um, we also like instant gratification. You know, there's yeah. there's nothing about Jesus that promises, you know, things are going to be fixed right away. There's nothing that promises an easy walk. Um, there is nothing that promises comfort. There's a promise of yeah. being taken care of. There's a promise of peace. There's a promise of eternity. There's a promise of no longer being at odds of the God of creation. And that's soothing to the soul. But mm -hmm. we're not promised a trouble-free life. And in fact, Jesus, as you know, says, in this life you will face trouble. But yeah. my peace I give to you. And not like the world gives. And I think that's key because whenever we're going after this idol of comfort, it's the world. And it's what the world gives us. And you have to keep going back. Yeah. And it never really satisfies. And you keep trying and you keep mm -hmm. hoping. And it keeps promising it will. And it lets you down every time. Definitely. And I think we do it because it's like that quick fix. And sometimes having comfort in Jesus is the long game. But at least in my life with the Lord, um, I feel like the Lord looks at where I'm at and where he's taking me in the long-term perspective. And sometimes I just want to feel comfort in the short term. But to get comfort in Jesus means I need to be willing to play the long game. And sometimes I have to say no to myself. Like today, nothing major bad happened. I was just tired. It's been a long day. Um, I think I'm probably just done with virtual school. And I wanted a break. And so I was like, I'm going to just watch a couple minutes of TV. And then I had to tell myself, you know what? You're not going to feel better after that. Why don't you go read a book? And that no, um, not that I'm always good at that no, um, that no is where comfort can come from Jesus, but sometimes we've got to learn to flex it. 
So why do you think it's so hard to surrender the idol of comfort? I think a lot of it goes back to the idea of there's that there's that other idol that's hidden behind this one of the idol of self. And it's really hard to surrender yourself. You know, Jesus, Jesus promises so much. But like you were saying, it's not instant. And the invitation is there to all. But if you look at, you know, when we're willing to go to Jesus the first time or when we're willing to go to Jesus every time, it's an act of humility that actually yeah. brings us to Jesus. It's kind of the acknowledgement that I can't save myself. I have done mm-hmm. things that are unwise. The things that I tried are failing or have failed, and the idols that I wanted have failed. It's like this recognition that, nothing I'm doing is rescuing me out of the situation and the path that I'm on. And maybe it's not Mm -hmm. even a path that looks that terrible. It's just always empty and it never really satisfies. And I think that's where God's promises are so great that you can have that peace and that fulfillment in him that you could never get from the idol that never quite gets it. Um, But it's hard because we've got to come to him even though the door is always open to us we have to walk through the door yeah definitely i think sometimes giving up the idol comfort in my own life is hard for a couple reasons one um i mean i tend to try to be self-reliant and so to seek comfort in jesus means i can't be self-reliant i'm a little bit of a strong-willed person um but the other one is, so it's like, I got to give up myself. But the other one is, is everyone else is following the God of comfort. Like everyone else gets what brings them comfort. And we don't see that it is empty in the long term, but it looks like it's just happening around us. Like people have the right relationships with their families or people have the right things or people have this stuff that seems to bring them comfort and we don't realize that maybe alone by themselves with the lord they feel empty but we just see people doing it and so not only do i have to deny myself but i have to choose to not live in comparison of what other people are doing and to be content with where i'm at and that that is the most important thing. And so I think that's another reason why the idol of comfort can be hard. Because everyone else has more comfy things. Not everyone, let's be honest. Lots of people don't. But when it comes to, like, even us, like our peers, some of our peers have way more comfortable things than we do. And it's choosing that that's okay. Um, because we've lived the life that Jesus wants us to well, and, and quite frankly, there's really nothing like the station wagon. I mean, you can, you know, there, you could you could find something newer, but you're not going to find something better. So, you know, I, I don't feel like we're missing out on anything. For the record, just in case you did not know, we have a Buick Roadmaster station wagon with wood paneling. That is what year, Leland? It's a 93. So that is um, what he's talking about is that we have the 93 station wagon and why would you want anything more? Don't get me wrong. Those seats are quite comfortable. So how do we start allowing the Lord to dethrone the idol of comfort? 
Yeah, I mean, the surrender is certainly part of it. And I think to get there, you know, for me, I've really got to be able to acknowledge that what I was doing and what I have been doing hasn't been fulfilling. And mm-hmm. I've got to be honest with myself, you know, it's, it hasn't been fulfilling. Um, I'll take a relationship, for example, a relationship that I've been in has not been fulfilling, or it has always led me to sin, or every time I feel like I need to be in a relationship, um, they, they go badly, none of them are ever saving me this, you know, the current one is, it's its own kind of mess, I've got to be able to admit that it, these haven't worked in the past. The current comfort that I'm seeking doesn't look like it's on track to actually do it. Um, and I've actually been broken by these things in the past. Uh, I've woken up with a really bad hangover, or I have, you know, seen my life kind of just go into like a depressed state, or I, I never have money that I need because it's always being spent on things. I mean, we, for me, I've got to be able to take an honest look at how things are going and what has happened in the past or I'm just going to do it again. I got to get to the point where I I admit that I need help. And when when I'm there, then the idol of self starts to come down a little bit and the comfort, the things I think that I need start to unwind a little bit. And and then we can kind of hear Jesus's voice say, "Okay, come all you who are weary yeah what Leland was talking about when he was talking about relationships and being honest with yourself was probably previous relationships not his present one leaves him hurt and destroyed right honey that's right there has been not hurt and destroyed uh, as a result of our relationship no I was really thinking back in the past where uh, these things would happen. They're generally the same. And it's, you know, I always have always had the same sort of, I guess, ridiculous hope. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that idol wanted, you know, it just it was crushing when it didn't work. Yeah. Well, I think it's just recognizing that we have students listening, that their comfort is in a dating relationship and that it's recognizing that the companionship the friendship that that brings is their hope and their comfort instead of the lord and we have to be honest with whether those things are helpful or not helpful um do they destroy do they not um do you have any other thoughts on what it looks like to let the lord dethrone the idols like being honest with ourselves about the reality is huge um any other thoughts that come to your mind i mean i i guess i would just encourage people, um, you know, to seek seek first the kingdom. Um, mm-hmm. I promise that it's better. Yeah. I I think I, one of the things that I appreciate about about God, um, and specifically, you know, Jesus, uh, is that we can trust Him. Yeah. And where comfort kind of fails us. He never fails. Like, we're not always comfortable, but we can always trust him. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah. And that's, that is comfort that our idol of comfort can never touch. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. 
Um, as I talked in the sermon, like I'm someone who really loves comfort. Um, you know how many fuzzy blankets and fuzzy socks I have to attest to my love of comfort. But I think for me, one of the things that's helped me dethrone the idol of comfort, not that I have arrived in this in any way, shape or form is learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable, learning to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That me being uncomfortable doesn't mean I'm in the wrong place. It doesn't mean I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I have to learn to be okay being uncomfortable because oftentimes when I look back on my life, some of the sweetest moments where I've seen the Lord move, I'm generally uncomfortable. Whether it would be as a mom learning to give up sleep and loving that baby or um, like that time you came from the hospital and I wasn't sleeping at all because I was taking care of everyone and just the sweetness in being right where the Lord wants us to be or whether it be a late night conversation with a student. Um, oftentimes the Lord moves the most when I'm uncomfortable and so the more I've gotten comfortable with the fact that it's okay for me to be uncomfortable, the less the idol of comfort has taken a hold in me. And the more I see the purpose, why? When I see the kingdom, when I see what the Lord can do, um, it's always worth it for me. Um, I need that. I need that end game. <laughs> like I need Jesus is going to do something through this, whether it be in me or through me. Um, that really helps me. Do you have any final thoughts to share, Leland, as our time's wrapping up? No, I think that's, I, I think we've done it. Um, we've, we, we've achieved, well, I don't know, but we've, we've achieved something. <laughs> we had one more conversation about the idol of comfort. Um, and so if you are listening to it, I would just encourage you to invite the Lord to help dethrone the idol of comfort in your life. It's going to be hard and it's not going to be a one and done process. But the more we learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable, the more we can see the Lord work. So join us next week for the next conversation on the XI Live Recap. Bye. Bye, everybody.